Welcome to Excel Radio with Dr. Nick Zarowski, where we talk with world-class entrepreneurs, executives, and health experts who have unlocked the secrets to Excel Health and performance. Hi, and welcome to Excel Radio. This is your host and high-performance expert, Dr. Nick Zarowski. In this episode, I'm going to be speaking with Robbie Bessner. Robbie is the founder founder of Therasage Infrared Saunas and Heating Pads. Infrared heat therapy has a huge advantage when it comes to overall healing. I use it clinically and I use it for myself as well. In this episode, we're going to discover how infrared heat can help you. Hey, Robbie, sure is a pleasure having you on the show today. Thanks for having me. Hey, absolutely. Let's uh, let's jump right into this. First of all, you're just really on fire for utilizing infrared saunas and infrared heat in order to heal the body. What really got your passion uh, going in this area of the healthcare field? Well, I have a little background in healthcare and undergrad. I um, went to school in Boston and studied psychology and biology. I'm aging myself a little bit here, but it was um, in the early 70s. And um, so having a background in sciences um, going forward, um, I um, started uh, sort of the pursuit of a pre-med program and uh, then uh, did some other business things and followed other pursuits through the years. Um, and as I was developing other businesses, uh, um, we had we started a young family. We were living in Chicago, and uh, my daughter, at a young age, she contracted Lyme disease when she was about 12, 12 or fourteen. Um, that was about seventeen years ago. And so, having a science background, I, I took a look at the Lyme. What people knew about Lyme, I mean, it was such a young. Um, there wasn't really many Lyme literate doctors at that time in the country, in the U.S., um, <clears throat> but I sought, my wife and I sought the, what we thought were the top specialists in that area, and after talking to them, I realized that, you know, they knew what they were doing um, pretty much on the protocol side, um, but what I thought was important when I looked at Lyme disease was the secondary condition that generally follows most chronic ailments, and that's high levels of toxicity. In fact, even today, I mean, we've got a toxic environment. We have people that, you know, have challenges with um, with chronic ailments, um, and oftentimes, whether, if it's anaerobic in nature or microbial, um, then what happens is that they, uh, these little bugs, they give off high levels of ne- what's called a neurotoxin, and, um, and so oftentimes, people with these chronic ailments, they suffer more from high levels of toxicity than they do from the underlying disease itself. So... Having a feel for that, I just started to focus my research on the best methods to detox. At that time, there was just invasive forms like dialysis or or, um, or um, chelation, and then the less invasive, which might be taking a natural or a um, a uh, synthetic kind of a chemical pill of sort that would cause a chemical change to cause a purging of a toxin. Um, and then I discovered the healing energies and the detox capabilities of the wavelengths from a certain spectrum of the sunlight, and that's the infrared spectrum. So um, looking into that, uh, I realized that that was like the, the find of the century in a, spe- in a way. 
but it was a it was sort of like a biblical event, honestly, um, Nick, because it was like a blessing and a curse. I found and discovered that infrared frequencies can help the body natural detox, but then I went to go see what devices were available for a consumer to buy in the U.S., and there virtually weren't any because 17 years ago, the only infrared was just employed by sports medicine doctors to help players um, heal faster from, from injuries. Um, so, th so that being told or said or found out, my, um, I just um, got, my, as my wife would tell the story, she bought me a one-way ticket to China and said, don't come back until I come with some devices that can help my, help my daughter. And um, I did. I started discovering and developing um, devices for her. Um, she started using them. They were helping her with her pain. They were helping her with her sleep. Um, they were helping her um, with her overall uh, health challenges and um, with Lyme, and mostly they were helping her um, with on the detox side. When she started showing some of those devices to her doctors that were managing, and she had uh, you know a couple of them that were managing different parts of her healthcare, they all saw her results being fairly miraculous, relatively speaking, to their own experiences. And then they just asked, you know, her how she knew about this stuff, and she started talking to me, and we started. I, my wife and I started dialoguing with these health providers, and they asked us if we could make some devices for them. And then that sort of was the spark that was the genesis for us developing our company, because philanthropically we realized quickly that Julia certainly wasn't the only one with Lyme disease, and certainly not the only one with a chronic ailment, and certainly not the only person that was suffering from high levels of toxicity, whether, you know, you get toxic in a lot of ways. Now we're dealing with environmental toxins, but in those days, you know, you take a medication and there's the good side of the medication, there's also the toxic side. Well, you always hope that the good that you get out of the protocol is way out measures the, the negative side, but there's still a negative side, you know. Anyway, um, we discovered that through the infrared devices we were making that we were taking the detox component away, which improved her her general prognosis and, and the way she was feeling as it was helping other people. And that was really where we centered our our thoughts and our our um, our energies, our our um, you know, to develop these kinds of devices and applications. Very interesting. Now I've heard you talk about detox and mentioned detox quite a few times so far. How is it that infrared heat therapy actually can detox the body and support the detox pathways? Well, um, from a, a very primal state, and understand that there are certain disciplines that we've employed in all of our, our devices, and maybe we can get into that a little bit later, but but I do in what I do study um, aside from trends and dynamic um, events that occur in, in like our, our current environment. I also study ancient cultures and I look to the cultures to see what things, health I items were used or employed that, um, that, you know, worked. So every culture has one, every religion has one. And so, um, and it's amazing when you really start to look at it, how common there's common threads among all these religions and cultures with different kinds of applications, natural applications. Um, and then I just look at nature itself. And what one of my underlying principles is that, you know, we, we as a modern society, you know, we're so advanced in so many ways. We've got computers and we've got Bluetooth this and wireless that and, you know, cars that are electrically driven and soon they'll be, soon the cars will be hovering and 
will have that whole technology. But so in many ways we're so advanced, but in in but in in a lot of ways we very much departed from the way that nature intended us to be. And so what I try to employ in our devices are these techniques that bring you back to nature. And so yes, I use the word detox a lot. Um, and the reason why that is is because the what we discovered was there there's a certain bandwidth of sunlight that will actually create what's called a bioresonance or a vibration. It's a wavelength that actually harmonizes with the same frequency as the water inside of our bodies. So I'll say that again really slowly. Infrared frequency, which is what we're talking about today, there's a wavelength within the um, infrared spectrum that actually harmonizes at the same frequency as the water inside of us. Well, why is that important? Because, you know, I don't know how well you hydrate, I drink a lot of water myself, but if you drink a fair amount of water during the day, you're probably 72% water, your, your, um, your brain is 81% water, your cell is about 98% water. Um, but interestingly enough, there, right underneath your skin, there's, a, there's an insulating layer of fat. And um, that fat is designed to basically protect your inside from extreme heat or extreme cold. So now when you, there, there are two different, if you, let's say we just talk about one product we make or a category like the infrared sauna, for instance. There's other saunas out there. There's a steam room that generates sweat, and there's the, the Norwegian or the Baltic countries. They've come up with the hot rock saunas. That's the dry heat. And then there's the infrared sauna. So, so the other kinds of saunas or the other kinds of heat are what's called convection heat. The heat source heats up the ambient air between the heat source and the body, right? And that ambient air touches your skin, and it's got generally has to be at a fairly fairly high temperature, elevated temperature, in order for it to penetrate that insulating layer of fat underneath, designed to protect the inside, right? And then eventually it breaks through. And if you're in the sauna or steam room, hot rock sauna, long enough, then and it's hot enough, then you'll start getting heat inside. You'll start to sweat, and then that sweating, of course, helps the body pull out some of its poisons, the available poisons, the lower hanging fruit toxins, okay, so to speak. Now, infrared works on a different principle because it's radiant heat. It's a wavelength. And it seamlessly penetrate, penetrates through that insulating layer of fat because it's vibrating the water inside the fat molecule that's in the insulating layer. So it comes right through, and it comes right into the body, and it seeks the densest parts of our, of our, of our body, which is um, the muscle mass or the organ tissues. So the Frequencies are coming into the body, they're, they're starting to vibrate, that bioresonance, that vibration from the energy, from the wavelength, it's vibrating inside the organ or inside the muscle mass. Generally, those are the most vascular areas of the body. So that vibration generates a heat. It's an internal heat. We call it a biothermal. And that thermal heats up the veins and arteries. It creates what's called vasodilation or an expansion of these little vessels, both the little capillaries under the skin as well as the, the bigger vessels that you know manage most of the blood flow. And that could increase the, um, the, uh, your metabolism by 10 to 15%, something like that. But the most important thing is this wavelength, it actually decouples the covalent bond between the toxins and where they're stored soft tissues, fascia, muscles, fat, 70% of your environmental 
toxins are stored in your fat. So, so that's why, like, when people do these weight loss programs, Nick, that they start feeling yucky because the the um, whatever the weight loss approach is, what happens is is it shrinks the the um, that fat molecule, and the toxin that's stored in the fat goes into the bloodstream. The bloodstream is a closed system. Eventually, it goes up to the brain. Um, and the brain doesn't really like toxic blood, so it gets disoriented. That's why people feel yucky sometimes when they're on these crash diets or weight loss programs. So, so there isn't really a better, and in fact, many of the naturopaths like uh, Dr. Klinghardt is a big, um, big fan of infrared, many practitioners. In fact, as we start doing more of these um, podcasts and and um, I'm doing more of the webinars and so forth, the public um, showings and getting on stage, talking to doctors. It seems like the healthcare community, the integrated doctors, the functional doctors, um, even a lot of the traditional uh, allopathic doctors are now including infrared protocols in the, um, in, the, in the different various protocols they put together to improve the, the overall efficacy or the effectiveness of, of what they're doing. So we're... Um, we're very happy to to be in to be positioned um, to make our contribution with the device um, devices that we're making. That's awesome. I know that's I know that's a long-winded answer, probably a little off point, but as the moderator, you have to learn to bring me back on because um, I have a tendency to go off the road. I'm pretty passionate about what I what I do. No, we love it, and we we you know it, it's I'm learning as we're talking here, so it's it's really great. And um and you know there's a lot of people that are listening to this podcast that know nothing about infrared heat. So you know the more details that we can get, the better off um uh, everybody is listening because that way they'll be able to take this information and utilize it um in their day to day life. So you know one of the things. I wanted to talk about next is, you know, we talked about how it can detox the body, but you utilize infrared heat in several ways. Um, I see you have heating pads that your company makes and, and um, you just several different methods. Can you go into that a little bit? Sure. Um, if you look it up and Google it, you can understand a little bit about the, um, the bandwidth of the frequency wavelengths that are measured. It's measured in nanometers or microns when you get to the to the into the thousands, they they change the denominator. Um, so so infrared is infrared is infrared like a rose is a rose. One is we've created very unique applications. So why is that important? Because you know we're living in fast fastly paced um, lifestyles these days, and oftentimes in order for you to get the proper wavelengths. Um, and the length of time you need to be in the sun to get the proper exposure to infrared is mostly prohibitive in most people's lifestyles these days. So having a device that allows you to bring the healing powers of infrared into your home, into your lifestyle, into your office, into your car, you know, is a major advantage because it allows you to, in a sense, multitask, do things that are healthy for you while you're also enjoying your, your life or your relaxed time or, or even when you're working. And, um, and so there are probably half a dozen major modalities that infrared frequency will address. Um, we take an approach that is, again, a little unusual because we our devices are all full spectrum. But the two major formats that people love these days that we make are um, these infrared saunas, the traditional wooden type infrared sauna, and the ones that are the most popular are these little portable ones because okay. they're more affordable and 
and uh, you can fold them up, you know, so they're a little less money and um, they don't take up any footprint. Because some people, in fact, this is what part of me as a, as a medical device um, developer. Um, we first started about 12 plus years ago making the wooden saunas and when we did, um, we discovered a couple of things and you know earlier we talked about this um, we were doing what most people were doing we went to Canada got the best woods they were Canadian cedar we we sent them to to China we had them tooled we had the electronics done based on our specs and then we brought them into the US not knowing that um, that all the woods when they leave these countries they have to be sprayed with various different chemicals mostly DDTs to kill the bacteria and the and the insects that the woods might be carrying Mm-hmm. That are generic countries. The wor- the um, country that's really the most stringent on that is the U.S. So, so when I would bring my woods out of Canada, I was really smart then, Nick. I was I was actually spraying my woods twice. I didn't know realize it was going on, but I but they were sprayed as they were leaving Canada to go to China, and then they were sprayed again leaving China to come to the U.S. So oh wow. So now I'm putting these saunas together. They look really good and they act really good, but I didn't realize that you know for a period of as much as a year those woods could be leaching and, and off-gassing these harmful chemicals. So you're going into the sauna to detox and get rid of your poison, and your skin is breathing in that poison. Not good. Um, we discovered that after doing a lot of research uh, into it about a year. In, in, you know, After we did all the development, then we started importing. Uh, after the second importation, we realized what was happening, and we stopped. We said, I don't, I don't care if I sell another wooden sauna. I'm not going to bring a product and sell it and put my name on it that potentially could harm someone, especially if they don't know. So we um, spent a, a year or so researching and we found a, um, a local factory in the U.S. Uh, out of Bentonoff, Iowa. The woodworkers are Amish, and if you know anything about Amish woodworkers, that's what they're known for is their woodcrafts. Right. And um, we, um, we did some research and, and put in some particular um, types of elements to make our the way that our approach um, to our wooden sauna, uh, much different than the other ones out there. But if the viewers l- learn anything from this podcast, they should really take a look at um, the type of sauna. If they're, you know, our saunas made in the USA are more money than the imported ones. But in this instance, from this discussion, particularly if you've got a chronic element or you're just looking to detox, you know what what you pay is, you know, like what you get, what you pay for. Right. You know, spend a little bit more money research and you don't necessarily have to buy our sauna but buy a sauna wooden sauna from a company that the woods are farmed in the u.s because all others no matter what they say they have to be sprayed by law so so that's a bit of advice that i think would really serve your your um, viewers today um anyway so so we make the wood saunas we also make the portables um a lot of the we can get into that uh, now or later if you'd like but the portables are in favor with a lot of the doctors for a a multitude of reasons um and then the other format that's very popular are these different healing pads we make that have infrared and the difference between them is of course when you're sitting in the sauna either one of ours you're bathing in the frequency it's all around you there's panels there's frequencies you know that are basically hitting you hitting every body surface and and it's really a full body treatment um, the healing pads are using the same frequencies but now I can actually bring like a healing pad to a injured um, joint or a muscle that's torn or under repair or I can bring if you were doing detoxing an organ 
I can bring a healing pad directly to the area or above the area where the organ is located on the body and create drive those frequencies right to that area, creating healing or detoxing or, you know, it depends on what we're going for. But, you know, those are the two ones that are most popular with the medical community, healthcare providers, and, and a lot of the, uh, the guys are the, the professionals, health professionals are adding it to their, to their sort of toolbox as in their protocols. Okay, interesting. Let's go through these a little bit. So let's start with the healing pad. So the healing pad um, is is great for specific injuries, whether it's a knee injury, and you can actually get that pad right on the injury, um, or maybe if, if it's the spine or whatever it is that's bothering you. Now, you also put jade in that as well, correct? We um, we studied the various different – there's earth stones that are located, that, I, and we've done a fair amount of research on this that have their own natural energies to them. And jade happens to be one of them. What intrigued me about jade was that jade is a stone that's been worshipped by the Asian, Asian, Asian bloc countries for more than 8,000 years. And so, you know, kind of like the Bible, anything that's stuck around for 8,000 years has got to be something, you know, that's, that's right about it, right? Um, so uh, we took a look at the properties, and again, I could urge the viewers to just Google jade stone, and they could see there's you know many, many, many reasons why. But um, but the jade stone itself will generate a healing property to it. Um, it also happens to be the best um, semi-precious stone for conducting infrared frequency into the body. So we pepper each of our um, healing pads, which is a flexible format, so it kind of folds over your body, or you can strap it onto a to an ankle or a shoulder or a knee, you know, or strap it onto the back of a seat. It it conforms to the shape of the chair you're sitting in, or your if you let throw it on your bed, it'll conform to the shape of your body, you know, on top or underneath you. Anyway, so it's a flexible format. Um, the jade stones are sitting in little pockets, individual pockets. They're not glued on or anything like that, so they kind of move around so it flexes with your body as you're using it. Um, the jade stone transmits or um, translates. It, it brings the infrared frequency into the body. It has its own healing properties to the stones themselves. Um, it adds an intrinsic value to the pad because, you know, many times customers say, well, why do I need to buy, you know, a healing pad for... X amount of dollars when I can just go to a Osco or CVS and buy one of those traditional heat pads. Well, one of the biggest and most significant things is that the regular kinds of heating pads, they use a, a copper coil, and that coil generates heat, but it also generates electromagnetic fields. And those fields, as time moves forward, people are going to realize are really, really harmful. Now, we've done a fair amount of research on this, and all of our devices that we make at Therasage, basically, I have spent a lot of time and money figuring out very, very um, modern uh, ways to remediate or shield the infrared, I'm sorry, the uh, electromagnetic fields. So anything that you plug in or that's battery operated is going to generate an electromagnetic field. So what you do with it is what's important. And earlier we talked about it, and you answered the question correctly, being a smart guy and a health, health smart guy. Um, if the body needs to choose between the harmful effects of electromagnetic fields or the, the, the beneficial effects of infrared, it will always choose to protect itself first. That's the number one thing that the brain does is protect the body from, from, um, from you know, breaking down or it's, you know, preserve and protect. That's what, that's what the, the brain and the body does. So anyway, um, so what we did is we figured out ways to 
um, shield and remediate the EMF so that what you get with all of our devices is pure infrared, which are the he most healing and beneficial frequencies of all sun energy. That's that's you know fairly unique, and and, it, and it's it's very different. So if you actually um, you know, go from just using a typical heating pad, you feel a lot of surface heat on your body. You feel that like really strong surface heat. Whereas when you actually go to use the infrared heat where it penetrates deep into the body, a couple inches, correct me if I'm wrong, and then you're going to feel just a total difference. You're not going to feel that strong surface heat, but you'll feel that warmth like deep into the body. Wow, I'm so happy that you brought that up because the regular traditional heating pad and even in the sauna category, like the steam room or the hot rock sauna, um, they're all effective ways to heat you, but they use what's called convection heat. So it is just what you said. It either heats the ambient air that heats your skin up, or in the heating pad example, it's heating the skin surface. And, and you've got to have the pad on for a prolonged period of time in order for that heat to actually penetrate in deep enough for it to have any real therapeutic value. Also, when you take those other the convection type heat sources away, then the therapy's gone. Now, conversely, infrared is a radiant heat; it's a frequency as we defined it. It's a energy that comes from this from natural sunlight, and um, it penetrates seamlessly into the body. It stores in your muscle and in your in your organ. It generates heat internally, which we call a bioresonance or a biothermal. Through, the resonance is really the vibration that causes the heat, but it's actually stored in the muscle and stays in the muscle after the therapy. So generally, it's one to one and a half times longer than the treatment time. So if you have a heating pad or healing pad on your body, um, let's say over your your back because you you know you you have a injured, painful lower back or something, um, if you use that heating pad for an, an hour and you take it off those energies are still going to be resonating for maybe as much as an hour to an hour and a half afterwards. So that's a big, big significant difference, especially if you're trying to relieve pain and, you know, do the things that these healing pads will do. So it's, uh, it's a marked difference. And, and uh, even when I demonstrate sometimes in conference or I teach at many of these health resorts, I'll ask the guest or the patient to just put their hand on the healing pad. They feel it and to touch it's it's maybe 104 degrees, it's like slightly warm. Then I'll take the same pad, same temperature, put it on their shoulder, on their back, or their knee, and they go, oh my God, it feels so much warmer because they're feeling that internal heat. Right, and you know, it actually, a lot of um, a lot of people really like it when we use it clinically because the um, heat isn't just so over, uh, such an overwhelming surface heat. So people come in, it's a 95 degree day outside, and then you try to use heat in order to help heal them. It, you know, they, they don't like it very much. Um, but the with the infrared, it's different in the way that they don't get that overwhelmed sense of just a really powerful surface heat. They get that deeper uh, heat within the body, but it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it, it just doesn't have that same effect. It doesn't make you want to start sweating instantly, but it's it's totally different and, and just feels totally different and um you know i can say uh that um a lot of people really like the infrared over the regular and we've used both clinically so wow it's good good information i'm glad that you brought that up and now if we just switch to sauna uh, here's another way to look at it the hot rock sauna or a steam room they get up have you ever been in a steam room 
you know, I have, I, I've, you know, I don't know. I've been in the hot rock sauna where they put the water on the rocks and it steams up. I don't know if that's considered a steam room or. Okay, so ha- is it easy for you to breathe in in those rooms, or or is it a little hard for you? You know, it doesn't really affect me. I know that it does with people who have issues around uh, that area, but um, you know, it. I guess when it gets really hot and the steam is heavy, it it probably affects everybody because you're breathing that super hot air. Um, but uh, I can't, you know, have it stick. I don't have it sticking out in my mind that it was a, a particular issue for me. But um, I, I think it's more of just a overall discomfort due to the room actually being so hot. Yeah, most people will answer that and say that they they it's hard for them to breathe in a steam room. And, and or even a hot rock sauna because the temperatures, um, you know, even the um, Native Americans, they use these the, this whole technique that's called a sweat lodge where they, they heat up these, super heat up these big boulders and they bring them in and, it, you know, like I experienced that twice in my life and both times I really thought I saw my spiritual maker because I wound up ha- actually digging down to some of the dirt so that I could get my nose under the, under the surface. It was so hot in that tent inside the teepee that I that I actually had trouble breathing um, and so um, so now conversely that's convection heat right hot rock yeah. sauna steam room they have to be superheated like 185 degrees 200 degrees Fahrenheit or more and we're just not designed to be in that type of heat, heat for very long we wither now infrared sauna for instance they're like unless you're going after some chronic um, challenge just regular general health and detox, feel good, you know, younger, feel younger, all that stuff. Um, you're looking at 125 degrees, 130. That's just 22, 23 degrees warmer than your core temperature. I could stay in my infrared sauna basically if my schedule could permit, mostly for hours on end without feeling that withering, that heat frustration, just what you talked about, that uncomfortable feeling of being overheated. I don't get that. Yes, I'm sweating profusely and pulling that poison out. But I'm not being affected by the overwhelming heat, so it's truly amazing in that regard. That is. Now, one of the things that's really interesting about what you offer is uh, the portable infrared sauna, and I find it super interesting because, for one, um, I feel like it really allows people to get into an infrared sauna without having to actually spend, you know, a, a super high dollar amount. Um, but it also is portable. So do you get the same benefits from utilizing the portable infrared sauna as you do the full, uh, the, the full size big wooden one? Uh, brilliant question. Um, and uh, many of the doctors are actually favoring the portable format and I'll give you the, the handful of reasons why. Um, okay, so you know, it looks a little funny, kind of like like a an, from an episode of I Love Lucy. Your head is out. There's little zippers you can bring your hands out, so it allows you to multitask, work on your computer or on your cell phone, or hold a clicker and turn the stereo on or TV station. You know, it allows you to do that. They are for single use, single person use. So some people that have the wooden ones, they want to go with their mates or have more than one one person in at a time, and, and the portables don't do that. When we made the wooden saunas, as a company, I, I have a particular goal in mind with all the devices we make. But one thing I learned as very early in life was no matter what my goals are, my objectives, 
that you know I learned just to be an active listener. So I make the devices, I have particular intent in mind, I put it out to the public, and then I listen really hard as to um, what people's needs are, what their comments are, what their constructive criticism, criticisms are, and so forth. And so what, when I made the wooden sauna, the two main concerns were, I really need the sauna, Robbie, um, but you know I live on Park Avenue or I live on Miami Beach. I have a million dollar apartment and 700 square feet. I need the sauna, <laughs> but I don't have any. I don't have any room for it. You know. Right. So I can afford it, but I don't have room. The other thing I heard was that I live in Michigan or I live not anywhere but Florida because we have a very high water table, so they don't have basements here. But you know, I have I have a home that I have room, but I can't afford it because um. Many of the really better wooden ones, especially the ones that are made in America, are, you know, even a single-person sauna could cost upwards of three thousand dollars. You know, mm-hmm. so can't afford it, and I have no room. And when I put my thinking cap on and um, the other side of me that develops devices and so forth, um, I came up with a format that's portable that basically answers both of those questions. It it's it it is it, it does everything and more than what the wooden saunas do. But it's affordable, and it folds up and stores under a bed or in a closet. It uses regular electricity, 110. In fact, the power that it uses is is less than one kilowatt per hour, and in Florida, a kilowatt costs seven and a half cents. So it costs less than a dime to run to get therapy for an hour in that portable sauna. It's amazing. Uh, by the way, the wooden saunas that we make are are very efficient in terms of heating as well. I- infrared. Heating is probably the most um, cost-effective way to heat industrial, you know, stuff as well as in the different formats, you know, sauna, healing pads, and so forth. Um, the other thing about the portable is your head is out, and that's important for a couple of reasons because there's a medical term called hypothermia, essentially raising core temperature or creating what we call a false fever. So when I when I teach in clinic, I usually ask the question, you know, has anybody ever experienced like the symptoms of a flu or had a flu? And one of the symptoms we we look for is, you know, if they've created had a fever. And what's a fever? A fever is basically your brain saying this discovered that there's an invader, a virus, a bacteria. It notes the uh, invader. It turns off the thermostat internally, raises the core, and um, a fever, a core temperature fever above 102. Most bacterias and airborne viruses cannot live above 102 degrees fever. Most cancers can't live above 105. But above 105, your brain cell starts to break down. So how do I keep your brain cool but keep your body hot, elevate your hot, you know, your body, your core in your, in your body? Because your body can really um, manage um, higher temperatures more than your brain can. So... So having the portable format, obviously your head's out, so your head's at room temperature. If you're at all claustrophobic, you don't have to deal with that because you're not you're not in a little cabin. You're now got the you know the availability of the scoping out your great room or your landscaping or wherever you have the sauna. You're not confined, um, and your head is out. So now I can that little portable sauna goes up to 170 degrees Fahrenheit approximately. Now, earlier you said you were interested in getting a sauna. You also said that you live in Michigan, and you also said that you thought about putting it in your basement. Um, so if your basement is really cool, you know, a wooden sauna would probably serve you better because it's more insulated. The portable saunas are thinner. The walls are thinner, so they, they don't hold the heat as well. But 
the elements will really raise that the temperature up. And most of the wooden saunas will only get to about 145 degrees. So we actually get to a higher temperature in that little portable unit than you can in most of the wooden ones these days. Um, in the sauna, we also use natural tourmaline stone, which is different than the jade stone that we use in um, in the uh, in the um, healing pads. Um, all of our devices generate what's called a negative ion. So the tourmaline generates about eight to nine times more negative ions than the natural jade stone does. And so what that means, you know, I don't know if you know it all or employ negative ion in your therapies, but the body has a natural positive charge these days because we're not really touching the earth anymore. I mean, now I know it's summertime by you and maybe some of your crazy neighbors or you even occasionally go outside and hug an oak tree. In Florida, you'll find me very often hugging palm trees, but anything that's rooted into the ground brings that earthing charge, the negative charge of the earth into the body, which we need these days because we're not grounded anymore. Um, that portable unit is actually electrically grounded, so it's like a big earthing mat. And also, the, um, the tourmaline, besides generating healing properties and energies themselves, it generates high levels of, of these negative ions, which is also an earthing effect. So these are all great therapies that work together or synergistically with the infrared to create what we think is a maximum uh, healing experience or health experience with that portable sauna. It's amazing. So other reasons. Um, there's a pretty famous doctor named Dr. Jerry Curatola. He's a, he's like the Dr. Oz of dentistry. Yes, I'm very familiar with him. Yes. Yeah, so we're, we're buddies. Um, we're part of a mastermind together and when he saw my sauna um, at, at a uh, convention, he went absolutely crazy. He goes, this is it. I've been searching everywhere for this, Robbie. It's amazing what you've done. I can't wait to get one. Um, and we've sent him one for his practice and one for, for his house on Long Island. Um, and so basically he says, you know, when people, we treat a lot of dentistry. In dentistry, we see a lot of patients that have these, have metal, the mercury, the amalgams in their mouth. And what they don't realize is that there's off-gassing of that mercury and when it's when it's heated up. So when you're in the traditional types of, you know, steam rooms and the, the heated cabins, you of course, you're heating up your mouth. That's heating up the amalgams. That's if you've got metal in your mouth. And it creates that off-gassing, more mercury gas that you potentially could you breathe in and then now it's in your bloodstream harboring in your brain and various different tissues not good for you so he loves the the out of head or the the portable format because he likes the idea of being able to raise your body temperature and create that sweat and detox but not affect the metal in the mouth um, another doctor pointed out and I love this one I'm not sure how significant it is but you know, in, in, they did a study about maybe five or six years ago where they actually measured – I love these people that do these studies, Dr. Nick. Um, he, uh, they measured a drop of sweat on the same individual in a steam room, a hot rock sauna, and an infrared sauna. And they discovered 85% more toxin in the same drop of sweat from the same individual from the infrared sauna. And it's about that vibration. It's that vibration that's decoupling the bonds and uh, – the, where all these poisons are stored in the body, it's, it's shaking them loose. That vibration shake them, shakes them loose. And of course, it shakes into the bloodstream. And then, you know, you know, I recommend certain binding agents, the one I really love. There's macro binders like the charcoals and, and um, chlorella. Um, cilantro is really good if you like that. Um, 
activated charcoal. Those are the bigger binders, like big sponges that grab um, toxins. But the one I'm really keen on is a is a. Can I mention this? It's a product, the zeolite product. Can I talk about that? Oh yeah, absolutely. We utilize um, the zeolite vitality drops. Yeah, that's the one that I love. I use zeolite. I use the vitality. I start off with the macro binder. And then I titrate out of that, and I and then I go on basically vitality from then on forward because once I've grabbed all the big available toxins and I'm using my sauna regularly as I do, um, then I'm concerned about the little toxins, the the nanotoxins, the ones that basically your body can't filter out efficiently, and your liver is the, probably the one, the organ that's the most um, responsible for screening and cleaning a lot of the pro, um, blood. Um, you know the things that are in your blood mm -hmm. so you know with all the environmental things going on now and I mean another doctor a dear friend of mine Dr. Lee Cowden um, on stage said a couple of months ago that in, in our rainwater now in the US there's 70 percent of Roundup or glyphosate now, that's that's horrible but these are poisons these are these are chemicals that are used to keep insects off of plants and it's in our rainwater it's in our drinking water um, it's in our food so ultimately, it winds up being in our bodies. So we have to really do something almost every day to help get these chemicals out because I think it's a big reason why the trends in healthcare now are um, so staggering. I mean, it's horrible what's going on. But what's more important to me as I study the trends is that people are getting sicker at much younger ages. I mean, last week we talked to an 18-year-old that had um, problems with his testosterone levels. There's no reason why an 18-year-old male should have low T. I mean, it's just... It's unheard of the things that are happening um, in now, and I believe a lot of it has to do with the environment. But detoxing is a big important thing. Infrared, I think, is a great a great natural remedy. It's affordable. You can easily work it into your into your daily routine. You know, when we start, unless you've got a, a strong particular health challenge, if you just did a sauna every day for a half hour, if you just did it just for a half hour after a few months. Well, actually, after a few weeks, you're going to start feeling better. You get better night's sleep. You know, for women, they talk about their complexion being better because their skin is clean, their pores are clean. Um, they've got a great exchange between um, the the um, the fluids in their body. Sweating out is a really great way to get poisons out. So, so these are just you know a few things that we do. I know. These two different sauna formats are important for people to understand. I hope I did a good job in explaining it to you. There's many, many things that we've done with our portable sauna that makes us different than the other ones out there, and we make it at a, we we bring it to the market at a price that we feel everybody can afford. That's that's great. One of the questions I want to ask you is: Can infrared saunas in any way act as a microwave? No, not at all. Okay. Yeah, uh, I've heard, I've just I've seen that topic. I think that's where the correlation comes from because they're so close on the electromagnetic okay. scale that okay. they think that it's synonymous but you can't you can't get too much infrared okay you can get overexposed to microwave especially the ones that are from the oven you know that's those are horrible gotcha. so. yeah i've seen it brought up on different um um infrared sauna blogs and in to the, the topic of microwaving gets brought up here and there so that's why i was curious to see if there's any way that that could affect you at all um yeah this good topic. question but. great question all right well that wraps it up for uh this episode and really appreciate you coming on robbie uh just a load of uh information for um everybody listening and just a wealth of knowledge so we really uh enjoyed hearing what you have to say and and learning about infrared heat 
therapy and infrared saunas and how it can benefit you. Um, certainly many healing benefits. Um, so once again, thank you for that. And uh, I loved having you on the show today. My pleasure. Let me know if I can help you. If you've got any questions, feel free to give me a, a shout. Um, and uh, I hope that this is the beginning of other podcasts. And you know, as the industry develops more and we bring more devices out, um, please give me a call. You know, you, you're already a big fan of ours, um, but we can we can get even closer. Uh, help you with your practice. Help your viewers and and uh, certainly as your patients come to you and you know working on the new most modern applications of infrared to achieve optimal goals in healthcare and health management where we feel that we're on the cutting edge of of that industry and we're here to help awesome and, and if you want to get a hold of uh, Robbie you can uh, reach him at therasage.com is that correct right okay. um, also you can call our 800 number toll-free, which is 888-416-4441. If you want more information to multiply your health and simplify your lifestyle, visit our website at excelpodcast.com. Until next time, have an outstanding day.